it was almost like I, I went to Dubai out of desperation. But I say that because you see the pictures of me mm. in Dubai, like, oh, Flo was killing it. Mm. But I landed without pay, right? I got paid after. So it was like I was risking being even more in debt <laughs> with yeah. the same members to get some kind of a, a cash to cover this dream of mine because I believed in what I was doing with that. Anybody there? Oh, you're What's up, Dad Hat Crew, and welcome to another episode of the Dad Hat Chronicles podcast. And this week, we finish my interview with Flo Bice. Listen, on this episode, we talk about his time in Dubai, Grid League, and then also, you know, as content creators, sometimes we think that's like everything just happens overnight, right? But we don't see the the struggles that a lot of us go through, like, you know, we run our money or it just doesn't work out or some of the, the content that we're putting doesn't get noticed, all of that, right? The struggles that we go through. So we talk a little bit about that as well. And then finally, we ended with my famous, not so famous questions. So I wanted to make sure that you guys uh, had a good episode. I'm really proud of this one. You guys are going to enjoy it. So guys, without further ado, I'll give you the episode. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's something I have to get better at. Like I'm, I'm an outgoing person. That's, that's who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. I, but I'm very outgoing in my own environment here. Right. Something that I have to learn, get better at is when I'm at, I'm out there. That's something that, like you said, it's like you, like you, you start recording, right. You grab your phone and all that. And then all of a sudden somebody's like, yeah, and you with put your, the with phone your lady down. or your friends, like, oh, all right, Hollywood. You know what I mean? You're like, no, nah, I'm just doing this for the gram. <laughs> yeah, like, man, I'm just listen. Look at my look at my my YouTube channel. That's what it is, though. <laughs> so, and it's funny because I've had so many uh, so many takes making like my daily videos, which are less than two minutes, but there's so many takes that people just don't see. It is it's insanity. Uh, my, my first podcast I, and in the modern era, because I used to podcast when I was a kid. It was literally me and my phone. In my car, because the the car is nice and safe. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's so your like, safe environment. Yeah, 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 best sound acoustics. And I was like, "Hey, I'm doing a podcast or whatever." But then I think with the reps and just being comfortable with your voices, you become be more comfortable doing it. But mm -hmm. I I don't forget those days at all. Like I go traveling, people are like, "Oh, where are your travel videos?" You're like, "Here's something." But yeah, <laughs> I get so weird to be considered rude. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though. Like I love that, and 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 you know, I see that you know. And I, the one thing that I that we we interacted with was the one that you took a picture of you like you know you said you were in London with your peacoat and your coffee oh, yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that. If if there's anything that was too funny to me, I was dying. <laughs> yeah. Right, I was like, man, you're in LA, man, and you're like, actually, I was like, yeah. closure, and I'm like, bro, that is hilarious. I just rolled in there like I'm gonna be as England as I possibly can. Manchester City scarf and <laughs> the little cabbie driver hat. It was great. <laughs> That was great. I mean, I, I give you kudos for that because I was like, you know what? I, you're like, you're, you're making fun of yourself, but at the same time, you're making great content. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. We're all here for fun. It's a game. It's a game. And and even the, the comedy game, because, you know, if anyone's watched that Cat Williams interview, sometimes you know how serious you can get because it's it's crass person against crap person. But at the end of the day, we got to be funny. I'd be able to laugh. I'd be have a good time because what are we doing this for? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Let me ask you, and I think I saw it and I, and you know, before we go back into our baseball talk, but I did see something that, that did you do some videos on CrossFit? Oh yeah. So, okay. So you talk about having dumb money. <laughs> this wasn't dumb. This wasn't dumb, but I, sometimes uh, you ask ourselves what we do. We had a billion dollars. Well, 
there's a, a league called now it's called United Grid League. It's called Florida Grid League. Yeah, I and, saw that. Yeah. And it's it's like the, the team-based exercises that mm-hmm. people compete around the line. Now, I used to live in Florida. I went to college the first time in Florida with the Flagler College. I uh, actually wearing wearing the sweatshirt. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's go. So I get targeted ads for them. And they were looking for sponsors for the team. I was like, What's, what does the sponsor do? Well, if you pay them a couple hundred bucks, they'll have a couple of the athletes say, hey, you know, shout out to my sponsors. And I was like, yo, how much for like, a team logo? I was like, this much. I'm like, I got Spotify money. So my podcast <laughs> sponsored a Florida Good League team and they ran the table undefeated first time rookie champ <laughs> like my logo was seen over like 20,000 times man it that's awesome so, so that was kind of like one of those like stupid moments but kind of like snowballed into it so i flew out there i felt like i was like steve balmer or like mark cuban in the crowd like team get it together <laughs> you know? like, last year was silly dude <laughs> that's awesome i was like hold Shout on to Atlanta Oasis, by the way <laughs> yeah I, i'm i'm literally seeing them right there on uh on the website, Orlando Aces. That's awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, don't give me money, Spotify. You messed up. <laughs> you don't messed up. <laughs> you messed up. <laughs> you gave me some Spotify money. Here we go. What to spend it here? That's amazing. The Orlando Aces. I see them right there. There's like, what, eight teams right there yep. on the league. Current That's- champs. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. Uh, good for you. All right. Now that I got that, that question out of the way, because I, I was watching, I uh, saw your Instagram. I'm like, hold on a second. I know Grid. I know Grid. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah, dude. I well, When I started, I started doing CrossFit a long time ago. And then, you know, you saw the CrossFit games and all that. And then he used to work for CrossFit, the guy who started the original Grid. Mm-hmm. And then it was like every team I saw them, like there was like, there were these CrossFitters, these like massive, you know, athletes. And you're like, man, I know these people and they're, they're doing their wall balls and all this other stuff. And I'm like, hold on a second. I thought grid kind of like disappeared for a while. Yeah, it actually did. So apparently this is like the last league and that became so good. Then they actually changed the name to United Grid League, but like Florida Grid League was like the last remembrance of it. And then it kind of wants to rebuild it. They're going to Vegas next year. And it's a whole big thing. It's nuts. I love it. Love it. Imagine I, watching that eating a hot dog. Okay, you're saying. Oh, I'm, hey, listen, I don't care eating a hot dog. If uh, that's that's they they can't eat the hot dog, but I'm going to because you know they're doing that and they'll throw up. You know, as doing burpees <laughs> and all that fun stuff. All right, so let's talk about. Let's go back to baseball now that we got the grid. I, and I do apologize, guys. I, I, I had to. I had to. Okay. I just how that goes. But as far as the you, you, baseball united, right? right? So talk to me a little bit more about that because you had an opportunity to travel some little places. Very, I'm not jealous at all, at all. Don't no, no, don't be. No, mm-mm, no, not I'll at all. I tell you the story and you won't be. So it's okay. So let's th- <laughs> yeah. let's hear it. So so it was Cash Shake, which I knew from before because I watched Shark Tank. And, and yep. Cash Shake is usually on like the, the worst of Shark Tank. He's the guy that, and that's also on YouTube. Like he mm-hmm. had this idea for a brand and the sharks hated it. And he got like ripped to shreds on online, right? Or on, on national television. Yeah. Years later, had this idea for a baseball league out in the Middle East. This is like back in February, which is good for us. I called it early. And I said, when I got to connect with Cheats in April, I said, oh, by the way, man, just, just put it in your ear. If you ever get a chance to talk to Cash Shake, can I be in the room? Because if you notice on the Black Baseball Mixtape podcast, it's just Cheats. He just does the main podcast line. I do mm-hmm. more like the Instagram concept. So we got a chance to ta- talk with Cash. 
in November. And it was a fantastic interview. Baseball United wants to bring the the bat and ball sport to that region. They're more of a cricket thing. They have teams in in India and Pakistan and, and Cash is like half Pakistani and half Indian. Half Amer- uh, he's American, but half Pakistan, mm-hmm. half Indian. And and also the United Arab Emirates. Hey, look, you guys are so good. Your your perspective is so unique. Would you like to fly out? to cover the East-West United game. We'll even give you a bit of a stipend out there as media, as a part of the press corps to make sure you go up there and then you can can make it happen. And Cheat, to his credit, was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to the Bahamas in yeah. December, the Jazz Chisholm thing. Don't blink. I was going, don't blink. I can't make it. And it's Thanksgiving Day. I got a wife and kid. You can't just like do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, Phil, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, I don't got a family. I'll go. Because frankly... <laughs> I talked about dumb Spotify money. I was broke. I had I didn't have rent together. So imagine this: like you are following your dreams all year, traveling the country and doing commercials and sponsoring teams because you got let go of your job and now the money's gone. Like there is nothing there. Can't ask your parents everything. Credit cards are all maxed. You're like, do I get a real job? Do I like deliver groceries? Like, what do I even do? I've been in yeah. media fifteen years, and so cash was like, here's an opportunity. She's like, I can't go, but do you want to? It was almost like I, I went to Dubai out of desperation. But I say that because you see the pictures of me mm. in Dubai. You're like, oh, Flo's killing it. But yeah. I landed without pay, right? I got paid after. So it was like I was risking being even more in debt <laughs> with yeah. the members to get some kind of a, a cash to cover this dream of mine because I believed in what I was doing with that now i know that sounds like a cool story in the end because everything works out i'm still living and breathing i got bills i gotta pay it's all good but i got in that plane to dubai afraid not of dubai <laughs> dubai mm. was great <laughs> yeah but but landing there and be like oh man this is great man net 45 <laughs> yeah. like, 45 <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah for so real this is what, this is what i love doing what i do man because would you take that risk for your brand if your day job said hey i need to come in on saturday we'll pay you in two weeks we do it why not for ourselves mm-hmm Interesting. That's wild that you just got on a plane. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know if it is going to work out. I don't know if I'm going to get paid, but here I go. Here I go. And that was Thanksgiving Day in Dubai. Had curry turkey. It was great. I love covering the team. I got to see Bartolo Colon. I had his home run card. Met some great content, core people out there. It was it was a fantastic time. It was good for professional development, as well as, as showing Baseball United that Black Baseball Mixtape is serious about covering the game from mm-hmm. that perspective. So it all worked out on all different levels, but getting that plane was just nerve-wracking. So about uh, Baseball United, you yeah. know, so you saw it, right? You experienced it. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts on this, right? Because obviously this is this is still new. It's a brand new mo- product, you know, for over there. It's a brand new market. It's going to take some time for it to develop, mm-hmm. right? I think, in my opinion, and, I, and, and again, this is just my opinion from what I see. It's like, I think they went a little too high too quick. And then they have to scale it back, which is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But give me your thoughts on, on this whole league. So I think that's a fair assessment because I guess I'm privy to some some more information yeah. of what was happening there because I felt like they had plans and the plans got changed very late. Mm. So there really seemed to be a bigger, I guess, hanger than what the plane could fit into. It was too much space. So I was under the impression, I think that what they wanted to do 
is to your credit about like cricket and and fans coming in day in day out was to train a new region to appreciate another bat and ball sport. They locked arms with the cricket board because the cricket board pretty much runs all sport in mm-hmm. the United Arab Emirates, and the idea was to have a fan fest to basically train the audience that hey, look, don't go and leave. It, it's a it's gonna be a quick thing. Come get some food, drink some beer because you can actually drink beer at the game, and but then you know see the game and get out of here. But to me, there were some things that I felt like they couldn't do. They couldn't sell merchandise. All they had were giveaway t-shirts, you know, for example. So you didn't get a chance to like support the team you wanted to. Uh, hmm. There was different kind of layouts and things. And the fans that end up going weren't so much cricket fans looking to try something new. Rather, from my experience, it was expats who want a slice of home. It was people from Saudi Arabia who mm. flew in, people from Abu Dhabi who drove in, like, oh my gosh, this thing from my from Boston is gonna be in Dubai. Let me go see it, which isn't a bad thing because you start something new, you need a core demographic, a core fan base, yeah. you grow it. But I think that was kind of a miscalculation of how many people already into the concept of baseball were gonna show up. Now, with that said, given the 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 logistical challenges they had, cricket grounds are round. And there are the lighting's different because cricket has no shadow. <laughs> and yeah. so like pitchers hated it. I think they did a fantastic job. The the club they had with the extra food and drink was great because both nights were 95 degrees Ooh. in November because it was the winter time. <laughs> yeah. They did a tremendous job. But yeah, watching the playback of the video, I will go, man, a lot of the stuff doesn't come through. It does seem empty. It does seem kind of like weird. It does seem interesting. The the rules were announced to us that they before so we didn't cover it the way we would have the money ball and things like that so hey you know what? like any experiment doesn't matter if it's a youtube video or a baseball league you can only practice in theory so much and then you Until have to it run tests. To, yeah, yeah they got to run tests and so that's what happens so so as far as now because now they're down to four teams this is what they have they have the cobras the monarchs the wolves and the falcons right Go now falcons yep so in in did i hear this correct they are not allowed to sell any kind of merchandise at the ballpark at that event, there were no okay. merchandise to be sold. So I'm not sure if when the season starts, they're going to have anything different or whatever. But like people would say, how come there wasn't like a baseball to buy or, or bats or or anything like that? All mm-hmm. they had was one stand that was like giving away like baseball united as a brand stuff. Yeah, to not the teams themselves. Right. And I feel like that, that to, to me, was so out of place. It almost feels like someone had to tell them you couldn't do that. Like, why, mm-hmm. would you, why would you go through that trouble of giving away stuff if you can sell stuff? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Interesting. I like that. And so, but they, they are still playing. They are still planning on having a full season and all of that fun stuff. Yeah. When does it actually start? There are no dates hard firm, but it looks like it's going to be a winter sport based on the weather in that region. So I would assume basically this time next year, November, December, I think the league is set to have 60 games. So mm-hmm. I, whether or not that's going to be on a MLB pace of being two months or a three month or four month pace with less games per week with the travel being required. Yeah. Sure. For all that travel and all that. Interesting. Hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with that. Cause I mean, you got Robinson Cano, you got Martola Cologne. I mean, you got some, you know, is that Didi Gregorius as well in there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I give a shot to Courtney Hawkins, man. He was like the, the best guy out there. You know, the, the content core, and there was nine of us out there and, you know, covering the game, Courtney put us, put us under his wing, put us yeah. drinks at the bar, <laughs> friend for life. <laughs> friend <laughs> for life. Go. But I mean, Pablo Sandoval, you know, like, I mean, there's some, some names that, you know, that like, you're like, all right, I know these guys. Like, I mean, I know these players, like these, these are ex MLB players. They're playing there now. David Huff, you know, Jair Jurgens. I mean, come on. 
Yeah. The, the, the gimmick or the intent, I assume, is kind of like how MLS is in the United States when they first started. Having a lot of older hmm. top flight players with their promise of building up the game for the young American core. And so you'll see on the Baseball United rosters, there's like prospects from Pakistan, India, Uganda, uh, hmm. Japan. So the idea was kind of like, okay, we don't, we know Japanese baseball is pretty much the number two league on the planet, give or take. Yeah. Why not have a, a fight for three or a fight for four over time? Interesting. I like that. That, that's amazing. Like, I mean, you have a mixed group of people from like, you know, like you said, not just the US, but like, you know, Japan and the Caribbean, right? Because the Caribbean is really, you know, baseball is one of the sports that's like heavily dominated there, right? And and I think that's, I love what you say about the MLS roadmap, right? Because I, like, you're right. Like, you know, when they first started, it was those old players that are, you know, they're on the way out. They're like, hey, you want to come to the MLS? We were growing something here. And, you know, you get to play still. You still get to right. play. Right. You still get to play. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't think Messi would have gone to the MLS in 95. Like, if he was a, the same experience, it wouldn't have happened. Messi would have laughed at us. We're like, what are you got? What? No. Get out of here. Absolutely. I, I'm a supporter of the LA Galaxy. And the first game this season is against Inter Miami. And tickets in my section are going for two grand. <laughs> two grand. <laughs> So I'll be watching from, from afar because I can't afford that. that. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of monies. You know what I mean? Wow. That's insanity. No hot dogs. <laughs> so no, you're, you're breathing air. That's it. That's all you get. And you get some water out of a water fountain, you know? <laughs> um, so as far as your brand and, you know, what you guys are doing and black baseball mixtape and all that, you know, what's in, what's in the works for you guys? Like, I mean, cause I know you guys, you guys are this baseball's about to start. We're about to hit it hard. What are you guys yeah. planning? So definitely the don't blink. Muhammad Shokuf was really water, another watershed moment for us. And, and Cheats got to chat with the Players Alliance and they actually did a special feature with them. So if you go to the Players Alliance YouTube page, there's like a discussion video. I got released a lot last month. Cheats is actually the podcast of record on that group. So once you get it with the Players Alliance, as far as black baseball is concerned, it's pretty great. Mm -hmm. A lot of opportunities this year, the Juneteenth game in the South, the, the East-West game in Cooperstown. That's kind of like the, the big thing is all-star game in Globe Life. A lot of our followers in the Discord are from the, like, the Mid-Atlantic Tidewater region. So mm -hmm. we may do a meetup or so over there. And me personally, I just posted this week on my own personal Instagram, kind of full circle moment. My undergrad, my my communication professors did a documentary about baseball scouts. And as I record this on Thursday, the 18th of January, they're having a showcase at Cooperstown. So I'm flying out there uh, this week because I'm going to be like the host of it all. Like, hey, guys, welcome. What's going on? Now it's time for this baseball scout. Jerry Blevins is in the voiceover booth. He's narrating the documentary too. So they hit me up because I was a, a graduate, but then I was like, I do baseball. You're doing a baseball thing. Let's connect. You know what I mean? So the brand's going and thriving. Of course, of course, more ballparks, man. Well, of course. I mean, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to hit some minor league ballparks is the question. So I, yeah, the answer is, for answer is yes. But I feel like before I venture out, I have to go to the local ones here. Last year, I went to the Quakes, uh, Rancho Quakes. I have to go to the Inland Empire. 66ers. The 66ers, yeah. Now, here's something that's ironic. Back when it was a team up in Palmdale, it's called the Jethawks. I went there to do comedy on the field. So I haven't ever saw a game up there, but I, that team has moved on. So it's like, oh man, <laughs> it's like a missed opportunity there. You know I, mean? <laughs> I want to be able to go there. I want to go see the Modesto, the, the other nuts. The, <laughs> the nuts, team yeah. As well. And of course, 
It's kind of a, it's kind of a deep cut, but one of the best baseball games uh, ever made was MVP Baseball 2005. Wow! And, and we we have you're gonna love this because you're a Miley guy. We have a situation we call the biscuit incident, where my guy Brian thought he was the best player in the game, and he picked the Yankees, and I beat him with the Montgomery biscuits. So mm-hmm. I was wanting to go see the Montgomery biscuits play, <laughs> just to rub it in his face one more time. So that's on my and list. Picture it, everything. Get a hat there and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I love it. it. Yeah, Montgomery. But, I mean, great brand, by the way. Like, that's Absolutely. one of the coolest brands out there. If anybody, you know, obviously, you know, we're recording this on National Hat Day, right? So, like, anybody should we get a hat. Get a hat mm-hmm. no matter what because this is amazing. Uh, and by the way, I'm on the Players Alliance website right now, just so you know. Yeah. And there's your boy Sheets right there. Fantastic. Two, this podcast isn't even two years old. It's barely two years old. That's just nuts, man. But that's awesome, right? I mean, it I, is. I love when I, I love seeing that. I love seeing people succeed in something that they love. That's it. I don't know what it is. It's like, you know, obviously you can, you know, you know there's uh, some podcasts are not going to last or some they will. But like when you see something, when you see it, like, man, he did it. I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm going to, I got to keep going because I know that I can make it as well. I got to give all the credit to, to Cheat still because I think there would have been for a lot of people tendency to be like, oh, now that I made it, it's my podcast. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and of course, yes, the Black Basil mixtape was part of the Cheats movement on paper. But yeah. as far as like coming up with ideas and trying to like to, to, to divide and conquer what we want to do and encourage me to write or encourage me to do these other Instagram things, like he's been more than helpful for me in a time in my career where I wanted that outlet. So props to him, man, all the most success in the world. I consider myself a contributor. I consider myself a, a, a custodian, but like sometimes it's kind of like that partner level too as well. Yeah. You should get a t-shirt that says, you know, contributor, like <laughs> magic, you know, mixtape <laughs> contributor. Help. Yeah, I did. I help. Okay. It's, it's like when your kids say, yo, ma, I heard you need some money and you make two dollars you're like look <laughs> i gave you something you need some money <laughs> yeah i love that love that i gotta have sheets on i'm gonna i'm gonna get a hold of him so we can have him on as well and then gotcha. i continue this conversation about you know black baseball mixtape because i think that's awesome and and it's a great movement obviously you know talk about you know great baseball players that are you know so i love that i love that a lot man i think that's amazing so all right. So it, in in every episode that I do, right? Every interview that I do, what I do is I I do what is called my famous not so famous questions. Random questions, okay? Nobody knows what the, you know, the the guest does not know what I'm going to ask. Okay? But there is one question that I ask everybody. All right? So you go to the ballpark, okay? And you you're there. I want to know what is your food and your drink of choice? So that has changed because I was I was team cheeseburger for a long time. But okay, then, but the thing is, you travel and you've come uh, to the dark side. I love it. Come on, well, <laughs> I actually still like cheeseburger. But you know what it is? It's it's hard because you get to a point you see so many parks. Not to brag, you want to have a semblance of quality when you're when you're paying fifteen twenty dollars. Like oh, some for parks, real dude. Some parks do right. Some parks don't. That's yeah. the way it is. So mm-hmm. the answer to that question is my go to is pretzel and beer. That's mm-hmm. my go-to. But if it is dog dog night or if it's like a value menu, like in Arizona, I'll get a hot dog. But if I'm just trying to show out, if I want to I wanna get the whole experience, it's usually one gourmet restaurant. Not 
gourmet, but like one like top. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like in Seattle, there's Din Tai Fung, which is a chain, but like what Din Tai Fung doing inside of a ballpark? <laughs> I gotta check that out as well. So, and I, when I was in Denver, they had Rocky Mountain oysters or bull testicles. I saw your video. I saw like, your video. What, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta try it. You know what I mean? But so, so did this, you knew? Did you know what it was before you tried it? Did they tell you what it was? Someone had told me that like years ago, like, you know what it is, right? But I didn't think, I thought they were trying like to scare you, but no, it legitimately is yep, some slices. Is. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> it was, it was chewy. Uh, so yeah, pretzel and beer, that's universal. Ball, like high school gyms have the pretzels, so you're fine. Yeah. But then yeah, hot dog and then whatever the, the fancy restaurant is. And then l- local beer or like a, 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 like a national chain beer what's your choice i try to be as regional as i can like like milwaukee has like spotted cow but if you go to like some of the ballparks they don't or they have what they call it the fake ones where it sounds local but it's owned by like, here I, in dodger stadium is golden road but golden road is and anheuser bush you're like yeah. well is that local or whatever but <laughs> usually it, a lager or red is a mango card part of golden road yeah yeah, yeah mango card Bro, road. i'm sorry man but Mango cart is delicious. It is. No, I'm not knocking it, but I, I'm not going. But I to get it. I get it because it's Anza Air Heiser Bush. But like the cool thing about minor league baseball now, though, is a lot of minor league teams are working with a lot of microbreweries mm-hmm. to create their own, you know, brew yeah. for the ballpark. Which I think it's it is an amazing thing. Baseball and beer. I mean, come on now. Right. No, when the Brooklyn Cyclones, well, I'm not sure this counts, but Brooklyn Cyclones, their beer is Coney Island Brewery because it's at Coney Island. Yeah. Even though Coney Island's owned by like uh, Sam Adams, that man is still small enough to be like, oh, okay, cool. You know what I mean? But loggers, reds, pilsners at a game. There you go. I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. So here's my question See a soccer game or a rugby match? Both. Galaxy are my team. I'm actually I'm actually going to Vegas on March 2nd because Australian rugby NRL is going to have their American showcases here. Shut up! They're yeah, coming. Yeah, the, uh, my team, the Roosters, are be playing there, so I'm going out there to check them out. All right, okay. Play Monopoly or Scrabble? Monopoly Junior. Monopoly Junior. Yeah, the one that's based at an amusement park where like the like the boardwalk is like like the like the actual boardwalk. Okay, <laughs> there's a right. roller coaster ride, a Ferris wheel. That's like my joint. <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. So you're walking down the street, right? You're walking down the street and you find 10 G's. What is the first thing that you do? Look, he was looking at me. <laughs> Am I alone? Yeah. <laughs> Are there strings? Hey, this is you, baby. Like, you know, like what's the first thing that you buy? You know what I mean? Oh, what I, oh, this is everything I do. I was like, I'll make sure I'm not getting caught up. <laughs> I was like, hey, babe, you know, is there a string to this? Am I going to get shocked or no. something? But what's the first thing when I say you're from Brooklyn? Yeah, right. Hey, <laughs> right. What's the first thing that you do? What's the, what's the first thing that you buy with that money? It's yours now. It's, yeah, it's yeah. good. So, of course, Bill's not really a cool answer. But I, I want to do that hotel suite at Rogers, the one that overlooks that. It's like on game day, depending on the opponent, it's like $800 <laughs> for that room to open the game, 200 when the offseason. That'd be kind of cool to do that. That's be the first like immediate thing that came to my head. For sure. And fly cool. business class there. I'm not going to take the steerage. I have $10,000 yeah, right. now. <laughs> like, listen, we're about to pay for this. No frontier. I ain't coming. I ain't sure frontier. <laughs> exactly. This, uh, this is Delta. Uh, <laughs> I like that. All right. I like that a lot. All right. Uh, have you ever watched, do you watch a lot of Disney movies? I have. The classic okay. Disney ones, yeah. All right. So, in your opinion, which of the Disney princess Right? Jasmine, you haven't even told me. She didn't go. 
<laughs> which one will be will make the best spy? Spy? Yeah. <laughs> See, like, I, what, what what am I trying to infiltrate? <laughs> Doesn't matter. They are a spy. See, you said Jasmine right off the bat. And I'm gonna like, say Jasmine, and here's why: because she already started off the movie rich. <laughs> For Everybody real, else though. married into wealth. She already had the money. She was like, "I'm, I'm just gonna do what I do. I'm, I'm the new Batman." <laughs> and she picked a brown brother at the end. Of the <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine, <laughs> all day, <laughs> all day. Here we go. Now, <laughs> Jasmine got mad kudos from everybody. All right, out of all of the animals in the U.S. or the world, okay, one, which one would be the biggest party animal? Oh. Tortugas, man. Like, try the Daytona. <laughs> they, you know, leatherback turtles, man. They're in the water, chilling, always by a beach bar. Like, they're just having time in their life. They don't pay rent. wrong with just, that. Yeah. Yeah, they, you're right. You're right. They, they're just chilling. I'm like, we ain't, we ain't not. We're, we're, this is easy life for us. Come ashore, drop some eggs, go back to the water. Like, it's like come on, man. Bye. That's like, that's okay. I love that. All right. And then the number two uh, question, and this is where I leave you with my friend, is out of all, out of all the animals, again, which one is the biggest? Do you think is the biggest a hole? Sheep, black belly sheep. My parents are from the West Indies. I Google this. Black belly sheep are the most. They're annoying. They 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 like they cry in the middle of the night. They don't want to be moved. They poop everywhere. I, I once you see one, you're like I can't. Oh my god. That's hilarious. <laughs> You're like, there was there was no hesitation whatsoever. Some people usually take a, a minute to think about it. You're like, no, no black belly jerks. sheep. That's it. They're, that's who they are. Forget it. Yeah, I they weren't raised right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you so much for doing this, dude. I had a blast doing this. Where can people find you on, on the socials, my friend? Yeah, on the Instagram, I'm at Flobito. That's F-L-O-B-I-T-O. With that Spanish, I like it. Oh, you know what? That's a cool story. I'll tell you that after we get that off the air, why that is. But yes, Flobito on Instagram. Uh, make sure to check out the Black Baseball Mixtape. New episodes every Monday. Mark Cheatham on the microphone in the community conversations with me and him on Sundays at Instagram as well. Love it. Love it. Thank you, my friend. And then make sure you guys are following. I'm going to put everything on the uh, on the show notes so that way you guys can go and make it easy as well. Until then, make sure you guys hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, all that fun stuff so that way you guys are always in and know when a new episode drops. All right, guys. See you later. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Kelly Robinson, the Minor League Nerd. My YouTube channel explores the history of minor league baseball teams. More than just stats, we delve into team lineage, sharing stories from current franchises to obscure one-year wonders. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. 
Hey everyone, it's Eric from the great state of Kansas. This is Johnny from the New Orleans Baby Cakes Memorial Museum. And we are the Earn Fun Average Podcast. Where we talk to a variety of guests about their love of baseball and have fun doing it. America, lower your standards. Average is what we do best. This is Patrick. And Corey. Oh, BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. Learn more about Curve Brim Media at curvebrimmedia.com.